Talk That Matters, brought to you by the Salvation Army. They were pretty serious looking guys and surrounded me and they were right in my face and behind me and beside me and before I knew it. And They didn't say anything, they didn't have to, I just knew my number was up. Just thinking about the day when he was uh, held up at gunpoint at Port Moresbury's uh, rugby league grounds, that brings back a flood of emotions for the Salvation Army's Major Kelvin Alley. It's all very intimidating and uh, uh, you know you can't fight back, you can't resist, you just have to face the fact that they're going to take everything you have and all you want to do is get out of there with your life. When you say you weren't sure how you are going to get, get out of it, were you actually sort of saying, you thought, you use the word your numbers up, that maybe this could be quite a serious uh, incident? For those few moments for me, I actually wasn't convinced I was going to, or how I was going to get out of it. This guy produced a gun and sort of pointed towards my groin, which wasn't a very safe place. And of course then you're overcome with other fears, you know, is it going to fire? Is he going to shoot it? The gun didn't go off and Kelvin managed to escape with both his life and his wallet. A situation he describes as a miracle. For some really, I can only call it miraculous reason, they, they didn't feel I had a wallet in my back pocket. Including the tie they put aside for the, for the meeting the next morning. That's what I had done that morning. I'd taken 10% of my, my pay and folded it in the, um, in the wallet, in the fold of the wallet. So as I reflect on it, I kind of feel that uh, the Lord had protected his own in a marvellous kind of way. So I was faithful to, uh, to let the Lord have his, um, his fair portion the next, you know, the following morning at the church service. Salvation Army officer Kelvin Alley and his wife Julie have lived in Papua New Guinea's capital, Port Moresby, for the past two years. When they accepted the posting, they had no idea just how much their lives would change. When your life is constantly potentially in danger here, you know, you step out the front gate every morning to go and buy paper. I don't know if I'm going to be mugged or, you know, walk across and some of them do something to me or go into the market, some of them steal my wallet or bill them or um, I've had someone try and attempt to get into my car. It taught me an awful lot about post-traumatic stress because I'm a bit ashamed to say that even I went home to a, a lonely house, my wife was away, but at times I burst into uncontrollable crying and I can't explain that. It's never been the way it has been for me. But when the sheer weight of this very terrifying experience comes upon you, it takes over you. But far from cowering away behind the razor wire that protects their Salvation Army compound, Kelvin and Julie have decided they're not going to let their situation hold them back. The Salvation Army has churches, health clinics, schools and other services right across Papua New Guinea. And as program secretary, Kelvin travels the country to support local officers and discover new communities where the Salvos could lend a helping hand. Julie's based in the heart of Port Moresby. She helps run the Salvation Army's largest school there. She says the danger of their situation has, in hindsight, had a positive impact on both hers and Kelvin's lives. We've been had an experience only just a few weeks ago where a car pulled up in front of us, guns blazing, you know, like, it's just, you're never at a, a relaxation level and you're just constantly asking God for his protection every day, you know, so there's that kind of level of reliance upon God that people in Australia can't sort of understand. Mm -hmm. you, um, see, you see that as positive? I do, I see that as a positive. And I think the other thing, we've, Julie and I have, have, uh, accepted and we've lived by this ever since we came to Papua New Guinea that we don't want to live like hermits 
or retreats either. We don't want to be just hidden away at night. So we go out, we do our thing, but we do it taking all the precautions. But we still get on with life. And the thing that keeps them going is their ministry to the local Salvation Army officers. While Kelvin and Julie will return to Australia at the end of this year when their posting winds up, the local salvos, they don't have that option. They work in these dangerous conditions day in, day out, year in, year out. They're not sure if they're going to make it through the night if someone comes and breaks into their house or into their little settlement that they live in, you know, so they're really thankful for this breath of life, yeah. It's amazing. The Salvation Army operates in 118 countries around the world. The majority of officers work in tough areas, developing countries where running water and electricity are a luxury, dangerous slums. Yet the Salvos continue regardless, powered on by their love for God and their passion to change the world around them for the better. I'm Scott Simpson of the Salvation Army.